Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a great offer on a new Honda and be on your way to remote beach weekends, deep forest discoveries, and sunsets next to a campfire that you built yourself. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda CRV, Ridgeline, or the all-new 2022 Civic. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. Exclude Civic Type Bar. See dealer for financing details. What's good, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and football season is back, and we want to make sure we touch as many new reviewers as possible, and we need your help to do it. So please, go to iTunes right now. Give us a five-star rating. That helps us climb the charts and make sure we reach as many savages out there from sea to shining sea. If you don't have iTunes, you can also check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, and iHeartRadio, and also make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and follow us at JB and Benny Blue on all social media media five-star rate us on itunes now what's good reviewers this episode of the jb and benny blue review is brought to you by our friends at snow cbd naturally enhance your life with premium cbd by snow formulated for stress relief pain relief better sleep and much more learn all about it at snowcbd.com. that's s-n-o-c-b-d.com and use code the review that's the review for 10 percent off all products and free shipping <laughs> I'm in the union, bitch. That's right. A shade, uh, he's also a shade tree mechanic, a winker winker. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, country folks know what that means. So, yeah, my guy, Benefit Rhinesville. How you doing, man? What's going on in the beautiful city of la 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 Los Angeles? Tell you what, man, speaking of Nirvana, it's certainly feeling like the Pacific Northwest because it's been dumping out in here, this bitch. It's been fucking raining cats and mules out here. Uh,. Pretty awesome, but you know what? You know, I I, I like it, man, because I, I like I like the month of September. September, I'm already losing my goddamn mind. I'm lo- I'm loving the month right. of December because to me, this is the uh, this is the uh, collect your acorns for winter season. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Like we're still right. we, we right. still got right. the action. We're still we're still you know we're still pumping the reviewers with the good content. But this is the time right. of year when you can really reflect and say, okay. We are really truly on the brink of a new decade, and it's a beautiful thing. And just kind of, you know, take an assessment of where you're at in life and where you're trying to go. So that that's why that's why it feels good. You know what I'm saying? 
good. Yep. And it is episode 140. There's there's a there's a lot to talk about but real quick. First and foremost, follow us Man. at JB and Benny Blue. JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all past episodes. Slash merch, get your merch, all that fun stuff. We're on all streaming platforms. You can hit us up on the Savage Hotline as well, which is 818-850-2804. Also, quick update uh, for the fine reviewers there in the For the People NFL.com Fantasy League. Uh, quick update of the standings. Uh, our guy Mike Lonsky mashing everybody out at a strong 12-1, followed by Go Loco, Tone Loco at 10-3. Sucks to be you again. Great name at nine and four. The bad outfits eight and five. God's plan eight and five. Kneeling with cap seven and six. Yeti on a buffalo six and seven. Dre Love nine oh nine five eight and oh. Oh look who it is right in the middle. It's the savage duo at five and eight. And rounding out the bottom half, you got RKO out of nowhere. The people's champ. Henny given Sunday. Helmet to helmet. Fits like a glove. Monarchs and buy you some bitch. Shout out to the special boxing correspondent. Kevin Robinson rounding out, rounding out the very bottom. Okay, but Rob. damn it, he's still a winner in heart. You know what I'm saying? And in life. You know what I mean? Always. So that that always. is the full standings here of the uh, for the people NFL the Fantasy League. Uh, JB, we always like to talk about current events. Uh, apparently, uh, friend of, friend of the podcast, future guest of the podcast, uh, brother Nature was uh, getting uh, getting tuned up, or he's just trying to get a, a a slice of pepperoni. What the fuck is going on out here in these streets? Jesus Christ. So what kind of world is it where you where you, you try to get a slice and then you, you know say so you get a slice you know what I'm saying and you get sliced up so I mean, so I, we talked about in our panel production meeting video I saw this this morning right because like you know I'm, I'm, I'm a Twitter head I'm that you are I'm a Twitter head I'm in the Twitter sphere most of the day I love it I don't care you know it's a great place to be phenomenal place so I saw a young lady post something. And it was the Christian of me when she picked up the gun, and you know everybody's you know we'll do what you will. And she said, "This is how I felt when I saw Brother Nature trending." And I was like, "Ah, I'm wiping cotton eye boogers out my eyes and shit." I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on?" So then we get me and Benny get on our production meeting, and Benny explains to me that Brother Nature got mashed out. And for those who are lame, don't know what the fuck mashed out I means. He got an ass whooped in a pizza spot when he got jumped on. Right. Who the fuck does that to Brother Nature? Guys, you don't know who Brother Nature is. If you don't know who Brother Nature is, Brother Nature is that young man. I'm guessing he's of he's of Hispanic descent. Keeps a low-cut haircut, like a dark Caesar, you know what I'm saying? Handsome young man, but he loves animals, right? He's an animal lover, that's what we call him Brother Nature. He's he's the one that, that came on the scene with Canella, you know what I'm saying? And 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 feeding the deer, and he named her Canella, she has kids, you know what I'm saying? She has a couple baby daddies or whatever, from what we understand. <laughs> You know, Canela, and, and Canela's a blood, right? So Canela's a blood. She's suited to a blood gang all day. You know what I'm saying? So, Brother Nature is always around doing something with animals. He loves animals. Vinny, this personality, this guy, this dude, who the fuck would do that to that young man? And and me and you were trying to think about, like, what what's the scenario? You know what I'm saying? I said in a predator production minute, I think he's a handsome young man. So I think that somebody's girl, one of the guys, you know, one of the assaultees, Assaulters got girls was chocking jocking him, and he, you know, saying he might have got a little fly at the lip, you know, because he's a man just like anybody else. He ain't trying to get checked, so and then they checked, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, Benny, Benny, what, what is your what is your theory? What do you think happened to our guy, Brother Nature? 
I think, yeah, I think, I think that's a reasonable theory because you know, you know, look, the man, the man's in the damn pizzeria. Reviewers, if you haven't seen it, it's like you know, it, it's one of those shaky ass twenty second iPhone videos and shit. By the way, speaking of Twitter, hey Twitter, how about you do a better job of putting up the actual content that we want to see? I don't want to see because here's what happens, and you know this because you you, are, you have a PhD degree in fucking in in the tweetosphere. You know what I'm saying? I do. When I, it's it's so annoying when something major happens or something that you care about, and then you have to go to the trending and 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 go through everybody's fucking memes and gifs before you actually get to what you're trying to see. Why this motherfucker is right. trending? I had to do that for like five minutes. Exactly. Like, why is it? Is like, did he did he put out another funny video? Cool. I want to see it. I don't want to see your reaction, Susan, and fucking Scranton. I want to see what happened with the shit. So then when I finally found right. it, I'm like, oh, this dude's just, this dude's literally getting a, a, a fucking, a low, a low top white on white Air Force One imprint on his face. And I'm like, oh. God damn, son, what the fuck? So to go back oh to your God. question, yes, I believe that, you know, look, Brother Nature, clearly, clear, you know what I'm saying? He, 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 he's got, he's got some of that sauce cologne in his cabinet, you know what I mean? And, he, you know, ha- handsome man. I'm, uh, listen. You know, I don't, I don't know if I gotta pause this, but I'm worried. I'm worried about the man's teeth. All right, he's got very distinct. Right, he's got right. a very he distinct some, yeah. grill. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's got a nice smile. He's got a nice smile. There's no pause on that, man. You know what I'm saying? We're 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 we're, we're comfortable with our sexuality right. here. He's a good looking yeah, kid, man. man. Just, just be real. He's a good looking. Very clean kid. at all times. You know yeah. It's like right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, what, what the fuck happened to this kid? Look, we need to get to the bottom of this. Reviewers, if you know anything more about the situation, hit us up on what's the hotline number, man. Somebody call us. Yeah, that's actually that we may we may actually start we may have to actually have to start doing it. We're basically at this point with this motherfucking hotline reviewers, we're we're like we're like your dear old mother. Call your dear old mother. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just call your call. mother. Let us know let, uh, let us know what's going on in these streets, man. Somebody got some information on Brother Nation. Give us a call, give them the number, Benny. They give us a call and let us 818-850-2880. Call us. Let us know if you know what happened, brother. More importantly, JB, let us know. Give us the plug to connect with this cat. I'm not going through a manager or a publicist. We're not doing that shit. You know what time it is. Get, no. We need to get directly to the source because we want we want to get this dude on here to to speak. Not only you speak about that, but just how he came to be. Yeah. I'm always impressed by how fresh he can look when he's out there on like a dusty ass trail with like lions and oh, shit. Yeah. He still he yeah, still he got, got yeah, he, he got, still yeah, got, he got, got the, the fucking oil yeah. lace Ooh, and I'm like yeah, he, yeah, you fresh got, with yeah, the barbershop fresh fit in, in yeah, the safari fit, that line bro he got the Steve Harvey line going on, you know what I'm saying? Like all clean teeth is all pearly white, you know what I'm saying? The kid, the kid, the kid is the kid do his thing. Yeah. The shot the shot kid to him. Thing. You know shot to him. I'm a, I'll tell I'll tell him I'll tell him like Rico told Ace in a painful you know what you know what B you just need to take. You just. You just need to rest. Get you a thermometer, some soup, some tea, yeah, some soup, soup. You know what I'm saying? Hey yo, hey yo, nigga, hey yo, hey yo, niggas get their ass up every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Brother Nate, you alright, bro? You know what I'm saying? You alright? You a tough kid? Are you tough, right? right? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cameron, man. Future guest in front of the podcast. Killer Cam, you know what I'm saying? One of our favorite rappers. Yes, yes indeed. Uh, shout, shout out to, shout, shout, to, out. shout out to Max Bigavelli. He was uh Cam was on the project. Max B's got a new project. I need Max B home. I'm tired Max of this B. bullshit. Free the fucking man. wave. Right, come on, man. Let man, the wave like, out. Like, Enough. He he he, he didn't like, shoot anybody. It's all a conspiracy. Look, that's just that's just like fucking C murder and fucking Matt and no limit. They've been in jail for like fucking the better half of my life. Like, you know that goddamn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean you you done paid your debt to society. Shit. 
God damn. Let them, let them boys out. Kim Kardashian, get on your job. Right. Shit. Oh yeah. Good good catch on that one. Cause Lord know Lord knows she's helping folks get out of out of out of jail. And shit. I already know Kanye right. fucks with uh Max B. They've done records together. So it's like let the come on man. Stop bullshitting. Get the man out. Get the man out of jail. Yeah. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Speak speaking of uh Oh, JB. Speaking speaking of doing your time. Oh my God. Oh, we got We got to talk about it because this may this may end up being the most difficult edition of this of the entire <laughs> season. Now, look. Shout out. Shout out to our guy, Sean McConnell. He he is uh, very under the weather. He does not even have a voice. So his weekend is shot. He always joins us. He you can catch him on the neutral zone, KSRNArizona.com. That's CasualSports.com. He normally joins us here as a special Bird Gang correspondent, but JB, he is here with us in spirit because he gave us a few line items to talk about in this edition of Third Quarter State of the Bird Gang. Cue the music. Baga! Oh my goodness. All right, first and foremost, let's go over a few basic facts. We're not going to go too deep in, in the stats in this one. First and foremost, it's it's a it's a it's rough because a, a couple of these losses have been close. The Bird Gang have dropped five in a row. That's uh that's pretty brutal for for any team. I don't care how you slice it. Right now they're at the bottom of the division, three eight and one. Kyler Murray is at uh, two thousand eight hundred sixty six passing yards. He's got fourteen TDs, QBR of sixty point eight. Uh, he also leads the team in uh, rushing yards. Uh, Fitz leads the team in receiving yards, 649. He's got 61 receptions and three TDs on the year. On the defense, Jordan Hicks leads the team in tackles with 115. Uh, your man, Chandler Jones, leads the team in sacks with 13. He's got 35 tackles. And then Jordan Hicks leads the team with picks with three. Uh, so, Sean was kind enough for, you know, speaking of having a thermometer and soup, Probably has a, a warm blanket mm. around him as he has his computer right on his lap. That's right. He, That's he, right. he shared That's a couple right. things that he would have talked about had he been on with us. But he's, again, here with us mm. in spirit. Uh, JB, Sean says, defense is only going to be as good as a scheme and the personnel as it's used properly in that said scheme. Is that something that you, I mean, especially over these last five games? I mean, what do you, I mean, look, I mean, they're, they're beating the drum for Vance, which we'll get to in a second. But in terms of the personnel and the scheme... Shit, man! After these last four or five weeks, where where are you at with this? Talk to the reviewers. Look, this this is the thing, right? This is the thing about football, right? Reviewers out there don't know nothing about this game of football. You base your scheme, you base your your football theory, how you play the game, how you coach the game, the things that you want to believe in, on your personnel, right? Now you can't be so hard headed as to say, "Well, I want to run this because this is what I've always ran." If you don't have a personnel to run it. All right, it's a recipe for disaster and it never works, okay? So here's the problem. Well, why are we saying this? Jimmy, why are you saying that? Why is Sean saying that? Vance Joseph is a aggressive defensive coordinator, right? He likes to play zero. He likes to play one, all right? He barely, he barely plays two. Right, right. Uh, little three mixed in. And even some of our coverages right now, reviewers, defensive coverage. Well, what happens is this, is that we have one Pro Bowl cornerback on our roster right now. Right, his name is Patrick Peterson. He's not having a very good year. Came back off a of six-game suspension. Um, he's, he's he's having a down year, and I've said it. He's been put in really bad positions. Uh, now, every time somebody gets beat, it's not that one person's fault, especially in the defensive backfield, because it's usually somebody who didn't do something correct. Uh, Vance Joseph 
is constantly putting Reddick in situations where he has to cover. Now, Reddick is one of our linebackers, plays outside linebacker, but he's a tweener. We don't really know what the fuck position this kid plays. And I wish I wish him the best in finding out where he does play because it's hard to do as an NFL football player, as any kind of sport. You don't know your position or your role. You can't play 100%. Hassan Reddick is not an outside linebacker. He's not. He can't cover a tight end. He can't cover a back. Hell, he can't cover his damn self. All right? He fucks up, and when he fucks up, touchdowns happen. Buda Baker is an aggressive football player. I like him. He's a honey badger-ass type, type safety who can play near the line of scrimmage, who can do some things. But see, the thing is, he can't cover a six-foot-six tight end because he's five-foot-two, right? So, and then we have Byron Murphy, my little nephew, who's who's just getting in the game trying to figure this shit out, who's been forced to play cornerback because Brock was hurt. Uh, Alton, that's his name, is his name Alton? Uh, the kid we got from, um, from um, the Falcons, who's been hurt all year. That would be great if we had him complimenting Patrick Peterson. That would be awesome. But we don't. So Vance Joseph, as a compensation for the lack of personnel, you have to play two. You have to play four. You have to play all these coverages that are zone-based so that we can slow up receivers. We can slow up passing. We can slow up rhythm and let Chandler Jones get to the quarterback. Um, T. Sizzle, I love you. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I love you. Retire. All right? Retire. You're not, you're not who you are. You're not sizzle anymore. You're simmer, right? You're simmer. Those days are over, and it's no big deal. You've done it. You've done it at a high level. Fucking retire because you're hurting our defense because we're not getting any pressure, and you usually play to a quarterback's right hand, and they're just rolling right because, you know what I'm saying, you're just getting hemmed up by whoever and whatever on any given day. We have to. Vance Joseph has to. Has to start catering to the guys he has on that football field. We're changing the personnel. We do. We have two linebackers that that can play besides Hassan Reddick. Um, our defensive backfield, they're young. We have a, a rookie safety starting. Like they're young, they have to be able to be in simple coverages. All of these hybrid, super sophisticated coverages, they're not going to get it because we're blowing coverages, we're blowing jobs, blowing assignments. When that happens, touchdowns happen. Hard to come from. So Vance Joseph. Uh, we talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I don't think Vince Jones is the man for the job. That's just me. We're going to talk about that next. And you bring up you bring up the next point that uh, that Sean wanted to make. He says Vance needs to go, but he says the Bird Gang will give him another year. Do you think that's going to happen? Mm-mm. I think he's out after this year. Uh, I don't. I, I think they want to be respectful. I mean, the year's already gone, and let him finish the year out. They're going to release him after the year. Uh, we're going to have to bring in a. A guy, we got to bring somebody in who's who's open to different shit. Um, Riverboat Ron is a defensive coordinator. He's a defensive guy. Uh, Ron Rivera. I would love for Ron Rivera to be a defensive coordinator for us because I know that he's, he's one. He's going to cater to his players. He's going to do what the players love. He's going to do what they want to do. And he's smart enough to understand that, hey, I can't put this guy in this position He'll get fucked up. He played the ball. He played the game for a long time in the NFL and college, so on and so forth. So he understands, has a deeper understanding uh, of defenses and coverage and so on and so forth. Vance is out of there. And if they don't, then they're just they're just damn free. Right. Okay. All right. Now you mentioned you mentioned you mentioned DBs. Uh, and Sean says he says Pat P is playing like he wants Vance to get fired or get himself traded. What do you think about that? 
I don't think Pat's happy with the defense he's running. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've never in my never in my life got the feeling that Pat didn't want to be here. Uh, I think he really likes where he's at. I think Pat Pat is a family guy. You know what I'm saying? That's what, what they people know. I, Pat, Pat's my little brother. I know this kid personally. Pat is a family guy. He has a little girl who he adores, of course, as a father. He has a wife who's special. She's a doctor herself. She 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 works here in the state of Arizona in this city as a doctor. Like so, Pat is in heaven. Pat is good. Pat don't want to go nowhere. But I mean, he said it the other day, and some people got upset. He was like, uh, "Guys were like, well, I guess a reporter asked him about him being upbeat." I ain't really got shit to be happy about. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? Like, and and it's not. It wasn't a knock on anybody. It's just the fact of, of the situation and what's going on. I wouldn't be happy either, Benny. Like, be real with you. I wouldn't be happy either if I had a fucking offensive coordinator who was a tackle killer who just continued to try to throw the ball all day. And we just getting our ass kicked, and we look like the fucking dumbasses in the situation. Like Pat has been in the league. This is ninth year in the NFL, right? He's been in the league long enough to know he's been around enough defensive, great defensive minds. Ty Bowles been one of them. I know he misses Ty. To understand how to put his guys in position to win. As a coach, you put players in position to be successful. That's what you're supposed to do. And when you don't do that, I, I ain't no player gonna, in their right fucking mind gonna be happy. And if you are, then you just fucking collecting a check right. at this point. You know what right. I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think Pat. I think Pat is good where he's at. I do think Pat won't fans to get fired, and I don't think Pat is doing this shit on purpose. Pat is getting put in bad positions. He's he's made he's been made to chase players all over the fucking field. Hell, Gilmore is the number one fucking cornerback in the nation or the league. I'm sorry for the for the for the uh, for the for the Patriots, right? His last name Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. So this motherfucker, when he was chasing. The last game, he would look. He looked like he didn't fucking know how to play football. But when you have guys chasing, it's easy because all you gotta do is run crossing routes and picks and so on and so forth. And you're gonna be two steps behind. Guys are gonna catch balls and gonna be like, "What the fuck was Pat P doing?" Well, <laughs> some sometimes you gotta look at the man with the fucking headset. I'll ask him what the fuck is he doing. Right, exactly. And then and then and then finally, Doctor Bridges, uh, Sean says the Cardinals need to win three of the last four to really quell a lot of doubt for next season. And real quick, let's pull up the remaining games. Uh, tomorrow they got the Steelers at home, the Browns at home, yep. at the Squawks, and at the Rams. How do you, how do you feel about the uh, the the remaining four? Do you think do you think they can split? I think yeah, I think I think two out of four is realistic. Three out of four would be phenomenal. Uh, and four out of four would be right. real, like outstanding. So uh, with the with the Steelers, I think that if we can maintain possession of the football, we'll be fine. Uh, they got Duck, Duck Dodgers, whatever the fuck his name is, starting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, good for him. You know what I'm saying? But the, St- the Steelers have been over kicking their coverage. And shout out to Mike Tomlin because he's got them boys playing phenomenal football with all the circumstances that have gone on. In this season for them just far. Shout out to him. Okay, so kudos, hats off to him. If they don't win another fucking game this year, he's done his job as a coach. So we talk about coach, putting putting players in position, him and his staff, putting their players in position to be successful. Great job, Tomlin. As far as us, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened last week. I don't. I I was confused as hell myself, you know what I'm saying? We get the Rams like, what the fuck are we doing? We just, you know, made them look like they're fucking all-stars, got them back on, quote unquote, back on track. And, you know, it was embarrassing. It was at home. It was embarrassing. Cliff Kingsbury. One thing I like about Cliff Kingsbury, Benny, is he admitted. He said, this is my first year coaching in the NFL. I don't know everything. I'm learning. Just like some of the guys that are with me are learning. And, and some of the guys that are playing for me are learning. We don't have a lot of veteran leadership, right? We don't have a t- shitload of veterans on our football team. It's a very young football team. 
with a very young coach who's new to the team. They're trying to learn this scheme, trying to learn this program and all this other shit and learn the culture. There's not a solidified culture for the Cardinals just yet. They're, they're growing one. They're building one. And I think Clifton would. I've known Cliff since I fucking, we were in the senior bowl. He's always been a competitor, you know what I'm saying, so on and so forth. I think Clifton winner, I don't think he wants to be in this league and just to be in this league collecting the check, you know what I'm saying, looking cute on the sideline with fucking, fucking Euro pants on, you know what I'm saying, and shit like, you know, Ryan Gosling lookalike, right? So uh, he wants to win. He wants to be successful in this league. And I think he very well could be if he just continues to do what he do. Kyler Murray is a, is a, has been a very, very, very beautiful strong point in our season. Uh, good job, Kime and, and, and the crew, because – he was a good he was a good pick in the first round. I mean the kid's gonna be he's gonna be great. And we're gonna talk about this kid for a long time in the NFL. If he can stay healthy, he's gonna do great things. We just have to get our offensive line together. Okay. And we're gonna continue to struggle during the year. Um, that's gotta be a, fo- a, a a vision point when it comes to drafting this year. Uh, we have to get again a defensive coordinator to come in. We have to get his philosophy and he has to get his guys that he needs to make his defense run smoothly. Yeah, we're going to be okay. I, I, I see good things coming for us in the next two or three years. I mean, you know, the NFC West, the Wild Wild West is the best division in football. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to continue to be the best division in football in years to come. But we're going to start competing in the Wild Wild West. So, again, we're trending up. Even with all the bullshit that's going on, I feel like we're still trending up as far as the head coach and the, the good things the offense is doing. The defense is, again, to me, Vance is the problem. I'm sorry. I don't. And a couple key players, you know what I'm saying? Because Reddick and Buddha are just bad. All right. More so Reddick than Buddha. I feel like we had somebody, you know what I'm saying, a linebacker that could cover some tight ends that Buddha didn't have to take on that responsibility. We could bring Buddha off the edge a little bit and be sneaky and, you know, him be the player that he's supposed to be. Then I think we'll be okay. But with Buddha being that option to have to cover tight ends and then Reddick, you know what I'm saying, covering fucking backs out the backfield and. It's just like the shit just ain't gonna get it, man. It really not. Like and he and he he fucks up in zone. That's the thing about Reddick. I watch this shit. We be in zone and Reddick fucks up. So it's like, yeah, kid, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? So yeah, a couple key pieces on defense that need to. We got to sharpen them up. Vance got to go. I'm sorry, he got to get the fuck on. And then we got to seal up our offensive line. I think we got enough guys that can that can that can fucking run around and catch balls. I feel like you know. I think our, I think our young tight end is gonna be good. Um, I think Fitz is gonna come back for one more year. I just, I really do. I just feel like he's gonna come back for one more year. I think he really feels incomplete about what's going on. I think King and Drake is gonna stay with us. They're stupid if they don't keep him. Uh, I think DJ is gone. Uh, he should be. Oh wow. I don't, uh, I don't think he, I don't think he fits what we do anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. He's just not. He don't have that shake. You know what I'm saying? He don't have that shake that Kenya got. And then we got uh, the young boy. What's the cat that got hurt? Chase Edmonds. Um, we got Edmonds. So with, between Chase Edmonds and and King and Drake. Those are two the two running backs that we need. Um, shit, we might pick up another in the draft on these little scat bag type cats. Uh, but with the young boy, uh, I can never think of his name. Cabrera, what's his last name? Um, um, the little fucker from like uh, UMass. Oh, uh, uh, Andy Isabella. Yeah, Andy Isabella. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, little Isabella. I think I, I really think we should use him more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we just we're not we're not using him the way we should and. We just got some things to iron out, and but I, I feel like we okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, last year with Wilkes, and it's, it's kind of a catch twenty two for me because I felt like I just felt like Wilkes, Wilkes as a head coach wasn't the guy. You know what I'm saying? Now I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, everybody was like, we should get one more year. Me looking at Wilkes, Wilkes is too cool for school. That that as a head coach, that was my knock with him. 
He just wasn't, he was very Jason Garrett when he was approached for coaching. Wasn't a whole lot of excitement. He wasn't very into it. Now, the players loved him now. But as a coach, as a head coach, you got to pull some coattails. You know what I'm saying? You got to get into faces. You got to get, you, you have to get the best out of your coaches and your players, all right? And Wilkes just wasn't that guy. Now, as a defensive coordinator at Cleveland, you kicking ass to me. You know what I'm saying? They love him over there. And, 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 but that's what he's supposed to be. So I think that the, the guys respond, you know what I'm saying, to Cliff. I really do. I think they love him. I think they respond to him. We just got to iron out some real small things. And I feel like we'll be a very competitive team next year. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think that I think that assessment is right on. I feel li- I feel like the offense has an identity, but that that identity is growing. They do have the right quarterback. I, I I do now thinking about it more. I do think DJ will be gone. I could see DJ ending up on the Texans. To be quite honest with you, because mm-hmm. um, I know they're going to try to get Melvin Gordon, but I ultimately don't think that's going to happen. Um, and you know, like you said, u- utilizing. Utilizing some of their playmakers, as you said, as we kind of talked about with the defense, be able to fit the scheme based on the personnel and getting more out of people like Andy Isabella, Christian Kirk, because obviously Fitz, right. if he does come back right. for one more that's, year, look, I mean, you know, fit. fit look, yeah. all, 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 look, all Fitz is is possession receiver. That's at this point, that's all exactly. he is. Third down, you get him to run to a spot and get him to stop and throw the ball. He'll catch it. Keep keep the chains moving. Right. But when we got Christian Kirk and we got Isabella, those are matchup problems. Right, those boys can run. So we get them matched up against linebackers and hell, even safeties. Cash money, you know what I'm saying? So we got we got to start putting these guys in position. All right, look, take a book from Andy Reid. Like take a page out of Andy Reid's book. He he moves to Hill all over the field, right? And even if he don't throw the damn ball, to Hill got four eyes on it all the time, right? Right, and somebody somebody else is making that play. So you, you gotta you gotta do it like that. But you know, again, Cliff Kingsbury is learning. I really think he needs uh, needs somebody to come in, offensive minded, or the guy that he has with him, the one that looked like fucking John Gruden, who's uh, who's with him, basically his you know his heir apparent. They gotta they gotta really just hone down and get get in there in the off season, and, like break that shit down to fucking. The millimeters and make sure that offense is to a T, and then get everybody on board. I feel like we're gonna be very competitive next year. Yeah, man. Only one way to go, but up. Uh, so, reviewers, that that's it for third quarter state of the bird gang. When we come back, oh, we are getting towards some playoff implication football in these motherfucking NFL streets. So, stick around for that after this special advertisement announcement. Fuck the Cowboys. We're going to get to that, sir. Oh, you've been listening to the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. We'll be right back, bitches. Yeah. Yeah, Reviewers, this episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast is brought to you by our fine sponsors, starting with Brave New Urban. Brave New Urban is the design studio with the entrepreneur in mind. Visit bravenewurban.com to learn about their web design and logo design services or to simply look at the great work they lace us with on our new logo and branding. That's right. Go to bravenewurban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW and get 30% off your first project. Go to bravenewurban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW to get 30% off your first project. And of course, we are brought to you by Pacific Home Buyers. Have you inherited a home or property? Are you going through pre-foreclosure? Pacific Home Buyers helps homeowners in all 50 states get cash. That's right, cash for their homes. And their deals close within 7 to 14 business days. Visit packhomebuyers.com. That's P-A-C homebuyers.com. Or call 323 963 
3417. That's 323 963 3417. For more information on how they can help you get cash for your home today, woo! Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. Reviewers, we are back. Appreciate you listening to us. As always, episode 140 of the JB and Benny Blue Review. So much motherfucking football. Oh my god. Football, even, football, football. Even JB, even even though uh our, our beloved squad's seasons are pretty much over, we're just see we're just seeing what we got at this point. Uh mm-hmm. there's still a lot of good football to be had. And uh we're gonna get into it right now and covering a couple uh, key things uh, with some uh, coaches. One that one that's been let go, that's near and dear to JB's heart, and one that uh, maybe needs to uh, you know get a, get a little talking to. You know, somebody somebody needs needs their five minutes. If you know what we're talking right. about, reviewers. Right, right, um, right. But we'll get to that here in the moment. Uh, let's find out where we stand after week thirteen has completed with Savage picks and with a drum roll, please. JB is at 90, 81 and 1. Oh, but the great blue Didi has added a couple more wins to the belt at 95, 76 and 1. Remember, we had the split week because of the long Thanksgiving weekend with the games. Let's get to the uh, other matches here. Oh, the Bungles got it done against the BUMS Bums, Bums, Bums. Oops, I mean the Jets. <laughs> Titans are starting to play some good, balanced football. They're getting it done against the Colts. Oh, the Eagles, who are still trying to trip and fall and win the NFC Eats over the ooh-wee Cowboys, got mashed out in the fucking Bermuda Triangle against the Finns. Packers got mm-hmm. it done in snowy, you know what I'm saying, East Rutherford. Uh, Steelers, I picked correctly, they got it done in the rematch. Mike Tomlin, quite possibly coach of the year. Oh, my dumbass bet the house on Bizzleman's former employer, the Black Cats, and they drop one to the Skins, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Uh, Bucks got it done here against the Jags. Uh, Ravens in a hell of a game got it done with the field goal with Justin Tucker against the Niners. Uh, JB, of course, bet the house on his cards who ended up getting mashed the fuck out uh, by the Rams, unfortunately. Broncos got it done in mile high. Chiefs ran it up on the Raiders. Uh, Texans. (coughs) Texans played some good, smart ball against the Pats, dude. We both got that one wrong. And then the Squawks got it done, as we predicted. On Monday Night Football. JB, let's go back here to um, the Deadskins beating the Panthers, and they let your man, Riverboat Ron, go. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was interesting. If they're going to let him go, it's interesting timing, number one. And just, I mean, just in general, how do you, wh- where are your feelings towards uh, you know, well, him getting fired uh, I, and why he got fired? Yeah, I, t- I told you, you know what I'm saying, wifey, that, you know what I'm saying, uh, it was going to happen. And, but I thought it was going to happen at the end of the season. Right, but uh, it happened before. Now I can respect the owner, right? Because the owner came out, and it wasn't no it's a ugly. New owner. It's a new owner that didn't yeah, hire him. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So, and and but that's why I try to explain to a lot of people about guys. Like this is my guy. That's my guy. He's not my guy. So the owner came out and said something that was very respectful. I, I got the utmost respect for this man. He was like, "We were going to get rid of Ryan at the end of the year anyway." So. I'm not a fake person to the point where I'm going to be smiling in your face knowing that I'm going to stab you in your back, basically. You know what I'm saying? And it's not really stabbing the back. It's just business. But I'm not going to act like this is not going to happen. And then at the end of the season, be like, ah, deuces. No, we're going to do it now. 
Uh, it was a time to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we, we, we're not going to make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much a wrap. So now, like we spoke about our squads, it's time to see what we got. And we couldn't see what we had with Ron still being here because we need to get rid of his regime and see what's going to happen with this person. You know what I'm saying? This guy who I think is qualified for the job, the interim guy who was on Ron's staff, who was a guy, again, the guys, who was a guy to the owner. So, you know, Ron left very respectful, you know, because he he's, he's to be respected. One of the great, I, I, I've said it at least three times on Twitter, he's yeah. one of the greatest men I know. Like, he's talking about respectful. Uh, as a coach, he demands the best out of you, but he, he respects you as a player. He holds you accountable, and in every turn, he's going to show you how to love your wife properly and how to be a great parent. That's, that's Ron Rivera in a nutshell. One of the best men I know. He's going to get hired, no problem. And he's not going to get hired if he's a kiss ass. He's going to get hired because he's to be respected and he's good at his job. Uh, the winningest coach in, in Panthers history, surpassing Coach Fox, two guys I respect dearly. And um, shout out to Ron Rivera, man. And I, hopefully he can become our fucking defensive coordinator if he don't get snatched up for another head coaching job. We love to have y'all here, Ron, with the Burger Gang as a defensive coordinator. So that's my plug for the Cardinals. Right, <laughs> right. Here, right. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, he's he's going to certainly be a hot commodity for a few teams, but maybe mm-hmm. not a team uh, that we picked here for our Thursday Night Football Savage picks. Make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue on Instagram to get those every Thursday. Yes. Please, uh, the Bears got it done against the Cowboys, who are really just trying to fuck off the division, even though it's literally like the Eagles don't want it and they don't want it. Um and the drum has been beating louder probably than ever for uh, Jason Garrett to be up out of here. And as history goes, uh, JB, as you well know, when the Cowboys were winning, it's when they didn't have when they didn't have a coach that was a, a kiss ass. You talk about you had fucking Jerry, you had fucking uh, Jimmy Johnson, you had Barry Switzer, um, two guys that came straight from college didn't have pro coaching experience, head coaching experience at least. And right. they got it done, and then Jerry, because his Gerald Jerry, because his his ego couldn't take it, let him go. And then now, you know, he's got the dude for ten years, who you know, as you as you said, JB, fucking one one playoff appearance every ten year average, and that's so lame. Word lame. to the go, Jay Z. By the way, Jay Z, happy fiftieth, baby. Love you. and many more, baby. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing, baby. Exactly, and. uh I mean, look. There's there's been rumors that the that the G men are gonna try to get at Riverboat Ron, um, but bro, the fucking the Cowboys, where 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 are you at with all this shit with their dumbasses? Ooh wee. Look, man. As, as look as, as I as I as I tweet something, you know what I'm saying? I just I see uh, you know what I'm saying uh, our guy uh, brother Nature, you know what I'm saying with with that boy Slater, you know what I'm saying? We 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 gonna ride. I'm down. I'm down to ride. You know what I'm saying? I'm down the ride on whoever did this to Brother Nature. I'm down the ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the Cowboys, man. Cowboys, man. Look, they're lost. And, and, and I mean that literally, figuratively, all that. They're lost. Jason Garrett has no control over that football team anymore. He has no respect from the players. None of that. They see the writing on the wall that the fact that the reason why he's still there is because he's Jerry's boy. All right, he's Jerry's boy because he's not their fucking coach. Nobody likes him. No, nobody's fucking with him. It's over. And no matter how, but I think we spoke about this last time Sean was on. As a coach, as a head coach, you are the man. 
right? So even as a as grown ass men in NFL who have families and houses and car, everything, who are men, they still look to their head coach as the leader, right? As the, as the voice of reason, as the, as the calming when everything is chaotic. They look to this guy or girl, you know what I'm saying, in this world we live in. So they look to this person to be the guy, the one, that they can say, okay, we're going to draw strength from this person. You can't draw strength from Jason Garrett when he's just fucking clapping his hands and he's standing there looking all retarded, you know what I'm saying, and <laughs> playing with his headset. and The dude is lost. He's gone. Uh, the be- the only thing I can see Jason Garrett being in this league, and I'm just being completely honest with you guys, is a quarterback coach, and that's it. Yeah. Right? I can- yeah. All I can see him being is a quarterback coach. He's not offensive coordinator. He's not that type of guy. But he is a quarterback coach, and that's all he is. And look, we spoke about it like with, with, with McCoy, right? With McCoy. McCoy got fired. You know what I'm saying? We spoke about it with McCoy when he was over here. He's always coordinated with the Cardinals. He got fired last year. Hey, he's not always coordinated. He's a great quarterback coach, though. And sometimes we just are who we are. Jason Garrett has lost the Cowboys. Jerry Jones, old ass, he's just saying, you know what? Get the fuck. Look, they asked a question on ESPN. If Garrett got fired today, would it be an immediate impact? Would it be changed immediately? Hell yes, it would. All right, they'll be running around singing "High Ho, the Witch is Dead." You know what I'm saying, right. like on the motherfucking Wizard of Oz right. type shit, straight up. Like, and they will you you will see a different cowboy football team if they fire this motherfucker because he is he's he's at that, at this point the motherfucker is a spreading cancer to that football team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And look, reviewers, we're not we're not going to do any any uh, hypotheticals about who we think is going to coach them where River Run's going to go. There's plenty of time for that. Cuz damn it, we got to keep it pushing to the future right now with motherfucking week 14 Savage Picks. Cue the music. Pow 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 pow. Brow. Starting right off the bat. Oh, it's the uh it's the uh, Riverboat Ron list Black Cats. Going down to the old fucking dirty bird shack, the Falcons. Uh, they, the Panthers are five and seven, so probably on the outside looking at this point. Uh, they're giving the line as three and a half uh, to the Falcons at home. And then injury report on this one. Let's see, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Who is out on this one? Holy shit! You got uh, Greg Little is out. Uh, Greg Olson is out, and then questionably you got Mario Addison and Garrett McChin. And then for the Falcons, you got James Carpenter and uh, Ty Sombralio out on the line. Who, who, do, you, who do you got? Mm. Panthers at Falcons. Mm. The fact that, and, and, look, and again, this is no knock on wrong there, right? But the fact that the Panthers are under a new management, they're going to be, there's going to be a spark of life, right? It just, it just, this is how it happens. Right, and I think the fact that it, it it happened the way it happened with the Panthers, how everything was very cordial and very respectful, and I think the players are gonna be like, you know what, we're the same players that were here when Robin Bear was here, and we just go pridefully, we're gonna show you that we're better than product we put on the field up until the point where Ron got fired. I'm going with Cat Scratch Fever down there in the big Maybach in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? By the way. Go Tigers. Now, Go is spelled G-A-U-G-E-A-U-X. All right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Go Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Go. Go Tiger. I'm picking. I'm picking the Black Cats as well. Spark of life. Um. You know. They. They want. I'm sure that they want to finish respectably, even if they may. You know. End up being eight and eight on the outside looking mm-hmm. in. They know. They know that they have the talent to be a very good right. team. But exactly. Exactly. you know, it's just kind of one of those things. So, sometimes you know, sometimes like a friendship, like a marriage, sometimes shit just kind of. Wears out as welcome, and you gotta you gotta right. go separate ways. Sometimes it comes back around, but hey, man, sometimes it's a, it's a reason or a season. Yeah. You never you never really know. And maybe the Black That's Cats right. can get you know get a spark and show potential coaching candidates that you know they're just they're just new leadership away from becoming you know a contending team again. So right. I'm taking the Black Cats as well. Oh man, this one is gonna be mm. interesting. Quote the Raven nevermore. It's the Ravens Ooh. flying into the Ooh. Bills Mafia. And Ooh, the line mafia. is mafia. six for the Ravens on the road. AccuView weather, as a JB likes to look at, looks like 40 All right, AccuView weather. We got 44 degrees. We got partly cloudy skies. All right. So it's going to be a nice day in Buffalo, New York. All right. Uh, a beautiful weather, beautiful fall slash winter day. And here's the key, Benny. It's not going to be raining. It's not going to be snowing. It's going to be a crisp, cool day. It's Lamar Jackson played in Louisville, so he's played in cold weather his whole life. And he's not going to be missing those throws that he was missing last game because he admitted he was like, yo, the weather was fucked. It was killing me. It was fucking me up. That's one thing I love about that kid. He is honest as shit. Takes responsibility, takes accountability when he fucks up. But he always makes it up for his guys. Big trust. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Quote the Raven nevermore. They get it done. In a tight one versus the Bills. And the Bills ain't nobody pumped now. But I think I just think that I feel like in his mind, he's like, fuck that shit. I didn't play well next week, last week. So I gotta put put it on my shoulders to be better. And here, here here's what, what big trust means, alright? Cause I had to Google this, because I wanna know what the fuck big trust means. <laughs> it's basically just a saying that means I got your back. So the word trust, you know, mind you. Uh, Lamar Jackson from Florida, from Broward County, Florida. Okay, they don't they don't finish anything that they say. Okay, right. right. Uh, so he's saying big trust. <laughs> There's a T at the end of it, but of course in the South we fuck shit up. So it's big trust. You know what I'm saying? So what he's telling his guys when he says big trust is I got big trust in you. All right, that means that I that I'm with you. All right, I believe in you, and I'm, I believe that you're gonna do exactly what you're supposed to do. I got big trust in you now. Uh, Mark Ingram just took it and just made it, you know what I'm saying, buck wild, you know what I'm saying, with the whoop whoop, and I'm about there, come see me. So, right. hey, I'm rolling with big trust, and here it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so yeah, for, for, for the reviewers who don't know, that, that, that's the, if you're not, if you're not, you know, loose with the lingo, you can say things like like big facts, like it's true. It's big facts. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's right. just that's just that's what it is. But uh, yeah, shout, mm-hmm. out, shout out to Mark Ingram. We had we had to have that audio lace our uh, our last episode because uh, that shit was hilarious. Whoa, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come uh, see me. I'm about that. Yeah. I like. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that twinkle in his eye it was great. Uh, I'm taking it. the Ravens as well. I think the I think the Bills will kind of bring it down to earth, but I do think they they can get exposed on a big play, and I think this is a game where. This just, this just, this just has that. I think, Lam- I think this is the stretch where Lamar is gonna just is gonna prove that I'm the MVP. I'm gonna put this shit in the bag because you know, listen, this isn't gonna be, this isn't gonna be an every year thing in terms of his capability to do this. But if there's one no. year that he can do it, this is gonna be the year where he's literally gonna say, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make those big twenty yard runs, risk it and fucking, you know, what I'm saying, catching a couple in the ribs as they're bringing me down. 
but this right. is the game that he can do it to really separate himself from the pack and secure the one seed for the you know from the Pats dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and real quick, Billy, uh, to this punk motherfucker in San Francisco who said what he said about Lamar. Right about the whole his dark skin, how's oh, the, the ball the, will be a commentator, dude. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, yeah. certain fucking things you shouldn't say. I don't right. give a fuck if you believe it or not. Uh, right. So to to me, honestly, to me, I think that it, it was salty. It was salt. You know what I'm saying? It was a whole lot of salt in there because they got their ass whooped. If they'd have won, he would have never said that shit. So he can say what the fuck he want to say. He was trying to be a fucking smart ass when he said it. Right. Fuck you, Richard Sherman. All right, for saying, oh, he has a valid point. Fuck you, punk. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you. You're supposed to be this woke dude from Compton and all this other shit. You shouldn't even want to hear nobody say no shit like that about your fucking fellow black African-American man. You should be like, you know what? That I ain't got shit to do with football. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Right. We should find the ball. It's our fucking job to find the ball. I don't give a fuck who doing it. So you mean to tell you motherfuckers ain't wore black sleeves before? Right. Yeah, like, yo, you. Play, you know playing teams like, in high school that ran the veer, they all wore black sleeves. No matter what you look at, they wore black sleeves to hide the ball. Right. So what are you talking about? Right. So yeah, kiss my ass, punk. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I'm and I'm about that. Come see me. Right. Right. Pussy. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we're both we're both taking the Ravens, and yeah, fuck, fuck the fuck the bullshit when it comes to stuff like that. Certainly. All right. Word. It's the Bungles. The Bungles who got a W. Oh, they're the on the board, son. The Bungles got a W. They're going against the the Browns, who are trying to trying to stay alive somehow. The line uh, is a touchdown for the Browns. and uh, Apparently, Odell Beckham Jr. wants to be there. Apparently so. Uh, for now. <laughs> out for the uh, out for the Bungles, still A.J. Green, still Sam Hubbard, still Drew Sample, still Brandon Wilson. For the Browns, of course, Miles Garrett. And then you got Robert Jackson, and they got a bunch of other cats banged up. So, uh, JB, did the did the did the uh, did the Bengals start to get some get some winning ways against the uh, up and down Brownies? No, Cleveland's gonna beat them, and Cleveland's gonna beat them just because just because it's enough to keep people still talking about Cleveland. Like, see, Cleveland's are still right there. Right, right. They're still right there, even though Cleveland ain't right there. They're gonna get the win against the Bengals, who you know had. Well, you know, they, they played out of bodies. Who they play last week? They played, damn, who they, they played the Steelers last week. No, not the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals. The Bengals beat the Jets. That's right. They beat the yeah. Jets. Okay, who, you know, hey, congratulations. Okay. So, yeah, I think I think the Browns get it done at home. If they were playing in, in, in Cincinnati, probably would pick the Bengals. You rich. But I think the fact that they're playing them in Cleveland, they get it done. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Browns, you know, again, they're going to... You know, we already know the kind of season they're probably they're probably going to go eight and eight. They're going to be you know beating up on the on some of these bad teams when they have to when they have to rise you know rise to the occasion. Uh, they may not be able to do it, so I do think they are going to beat the Bungles as well. All right, it's the Deadskins going Ooh. to the big Fondo fondue bowl of cheese against pack the Go Pack Go. Uh, the line is twelve mm. and a half for the Packers. Mm. Uh, I'm not even doing injuries on this. Uh, JB, uh, do the the Skins who stunned the Panthers. Do they trip and fall into a W at Lambeau? Fuck no. The Rich keep getting richer. The Packers get a 10th win. They'll be 10-3 uh, with, with complete control over that division. Uh, and uh, the Redskins will fall to fucking 3-10 uh, and, and whatever. So it's Lambeau Field. It's going to be a beautiful winter day. Where AccuV weather says 39 degrees and cloudy. When it's like that, you might get some snow. It don't say it, but you can always bet on that around this time of year. So you might get a little snow. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is still 
not that dude. I don't give a damn if it's his rookie year or not. He's just not that dude. He's never going to be that dude. And that's just that. He's an Ohio State quarterback. That's what they do. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers gets money. You know what I'm saying? All his playmakers get money. The defense is going to pick up this kid. They're going to have him for lunch. And it's going to be a nice win, boring win in Green Bay. Yeah, certainly not a very watchable game. I'm taking the Packers as well. They need to they need to do more to separate themselves from the Vikings uh, because mm-hmm. the Vikings are hot in their tails for the actual division. Uh, speaking of which, it's my kitties going mm. into the uh, the old fucking glass house. Shot the fucking groundskeeper Willie. Uh, the Vikings are five Willie. Home, and the line is thirteen. Jesus Christ for the uh, Vikings at home. Going over the injuries here. Uh, let's see what we got in this motherfucker. All right, so uh, Stafford's still out. Deshaun Hand's still out. Uh, got a bunch of other cats banged up. And then uh, for the Vikings, uh, Thielen and Riley Reef are banged up. So they're going to start third string undrafted from Purdue, David Blau. Uh, I mean, listen, he was actually playing some decent ball against the Bears. Uh, JB, I'm not expecting you to pick my kitties, but what, what do you, what's your thoughts on this game? To be honest with you, around this time of year, if y'all had Stafford, I'd have picked y'all. Ah. Like real shit. Because Stafford, you know, I know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Stafford can put that ball where he needs to put it. And, and then, you know, the jankification that y'all guys, that y'all bring. You know what I'm saying? The Vikings are, it's still something there that makes me doubt them. Right. Uh, so Cooks is playing? Yeah. Yep. He's in. Oh, good. That's good for my fantasy. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, it's just still something there that... It's just something that makes me doubt them. It, it makes me doubt them. So if Stafford was playing for y'all, I would be like, the jankification is going to take over. Y'all is going to beat it by like three points by a field goal. Cardiac Keaton's get the win. Uh, but the Stafford not playing, y'all don't stand a chance. They're going to, you know, in the words of uh, ASAP Rocky on the Pups album, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the ASAP mob, you know what I'm saying? Our friends of the podcast, my homeboys. Uh, where I'm from, you lunch, you food. All right, that's what Blau's going to be for that defensive line <laughs> for the purple people eaters of the Vikings at home. Hey, that's rough, man. That's rough to go into go 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 into to go into Vikings and stay the Vikings home in Minnesota in December and with playoff implications. That they, you know, hey, it's rough, right? And this kid, I don't know, he, he ain't with it. Stafford was there. I'd be like, eh, yeah, y'all y'all gonna sneak around and get this one, but he he ain't, he he can't do it, bro. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, look, uh, if I I would I would. I would be picking the kitties, and then I go around the corner, bag. Look, give me, uh, right, give me, give me, give me, a, give me a thousand on the Vikings, right? Give me a thousand on the Vikings because we're yes. playing. We're playing. We got, we got, we got damn near, we got damn near XFL players on our team now due to, due to just getting banged. Uh, we, we've been without our number one running back. Stat. I mean, I'm really listen. Like Lions PR, stop saying this whole. Oh yeah, Stafford. He practiced Tuesday, but just shut him down for the season. Like this dude's done enough for us. Shut him down for the season. I'm not. Come on, that, stop. You know, stop the bullshit. I I knew he wasn't coming back when he got hurt. I was like, yeah, Stafford's gonna be done for the year. He's out here. Yeah, just shut him down. He doesn't. He doesn't. If if we were if we were still in the thick of it, yeah, then you gotta give him a couple weeks off and let let's find a way. But uh, Blau impressed me. I mean, he showed he showed some real moxie. He was making some good throws. I mean, the, you know, the Vikings are gonna throw some shit at him to confuse him. So look, they could. If if the Vikings have trouble getting shit going, then this could be a too close for comfort game, and maybe somehow, some way, they trip and fall into a W. 
But you know, of course, picking the kitties. But hey, man, it's a, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be a battle for sure. All right, speaking, of, speaking of a battle, uh, man, another good one in the NFC. It's the Niners going down to the big gumbo bowl, baby, against yeah. the Saints. Two ten and two teams. The line is two Ooh, points for the uh, New Orleans Saints at home. And then the motherfucking injury report. Oh, my God. What do we got here? What do we got? Oh, there it is. All right. So we got several cats banged up, most notably here for the Niners. You got Marquise Goodwin, uh, Dante Pettis, and Joe Staley. Um, out for the Saints is Kiko Alonso, AJ Klein, uh, Zach Klein running back. Um, yeah, they got, they, got a bunch of, they got a bunch of cats banged up. Niners at Saints. What you thinking, sir? Here is the game. Where Alvin Kamara says, "Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Alvin. All right. He hasn't been playing well the last few weeks. He's come back from injury and kind of quiet. You know, just getting like just numbers. You know, just numbers. Not even like numbers. Numbers. Just numbers. Just playing. He is gonna have a big game. All right. Drew Brees is gonna come out and doing what Drew Brees does. All right. They are going to set the tone because they are going to run the football." I know how, how 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 my guy thinks over there. Uh, the head coach was his last name, Peyton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he he's a. I like him. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a mean son of a bitch. Like you know what I'm saying? When it comes to, you know, you, they say a team takes on the attitude and the personality of their coach. Well, the Saints have taken on the attitude and the personality of Peyton because he's a he's a mean motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to comp- competing and. Yeah, the same. I mean, here's another place. Here's another place. You don't want to play at in December, bro. You just don't. It ain't got nothing to do with the weather. Shit, the bourbon is just a little bit stronger in December. You know what I'm saying? And the Saints is gonna do the damn thing. I think I'm waiting. I've been waiting, and I'm still waiting. I'm waiting on the fucking 49 to fall off that ledge. I'm waiting because I see little glimmers and little little, little spots where. People can expose them, they just don't. Now, the 49ers are a very opportunistic team, and they take advantage of every opportunity they do. I'm just waiting on them to fall off that fucking shelf. I'm waiting, because I see it. And people don't understand what I say, all right, 49ers, 49ers, okay. But I see something that people don't see. I'm waiting on them to fall off that fucking shelf. And when they fall, they're going to fall hard as a motherfucker, all right? Yeah. That's real. He's, it's not going to be, so Shanahan's not going to have a Shawnee Bay season. They're not going to the Super Bowl this year. It's not going to happen. They, go, they had a hell of a year. 10 wins, you can't beat it, shit. But they're going to fall off that fucking show, and they're going to fall hard as fuck. It's coming. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think that process starts now. To me, I think the Saints come into this, viewing this as a, as a must-win game. They, mm-hmm. they are, they're fighting. Got to. Yeah, they're fighting for the number one seed in the NFC. And you know, right. play, playoff football for them starts now, like it does for a lot of the, the good, sound organizations in the league. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara getting loose. I expect, I expect some big things. Um, I expect some big things from Michael Thomas, Ex- you know, getting, getting, you know, exposing yeah, some of the scheme, you know, taking yeah. the top off to, you know, to, to get to get some big. Play. Hey Sherman, hey Sherman, guess guess who's gonna be in that ass like colon cancer mm-hmm. tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike T, get him, Mike T. Yeah, yeah, Mike T's in the ball out, and uh, yeah, man, I want I want to see I want to see some vintage Drew in this game. I want to see some lace in that motherfucker, mm-hmm. vintage mm-hmm. Drew Brees in this game. So yeah, yeah we're both we're both taking the Saints. All right, it's a. Uh, do I really got to pick this game? It's the Finns who are finding. I'm excited guys. to pick this game, Benny. Oh, all right, all right. Against the sure. Jets, 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 uh, and the fucking line is is fucking five for the Jets at home, which I don't trust at all. Finns at Jets. Who you got? 
And the words of trick that I got that because I'm betting with the Dolphins. Yeah, let's go, Ben! Because it's fuck the Jets, you know what I'm saying? Fuck them, you know what I'm saying? I don't like Sam Donald, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a Le'Veon Bell fan, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think he's a dickhead, you know what I'm saying? I think their coach is a coke addict, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, fuck the Jets, man, you know what I'm saying? In the words of our guy, our, our, our brother, Kevin Robinson, fuck them, man. They goofies, man. Right, <laughs> right. Fuck the Jets. Right. Yeah, I agree, man. I think I think the I think the Finns. You want to talk about you talk about State of the Burger in our first segment. The Finns, even though they're they're they don't have the talent to back it up yet, they're finding an identity under their coach. And when they are, yep. And when everybody thought that they were easily going to be a tank for Tua, they weren't going to win any games. Well, now they got three, and the Jets got four, and the and the Jets are fucking hot and cold as shit. They they have to take advantage of matchups, otherwise they don't have any shot. I feel like their coach has already lost their team. And I agree, the Finns go in there and steal one in East Rutherford. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. it's Chad Carr's Colts. They're 6-6, six and six, going to the to the fucking pirate ship with your guy, Mr. I'll tow your ass, Mr. B.A. <laughs> Colts at Bucks, and the line is three for the Bucks at home. What you thinking, sir? I'm with the Bucks, man. They're at home. They're, 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 they, they found out who they are. I, think, I really think they are. I think they found out who they are, who they can be, what they can and can't do. I think that that Roots has a firm grip around Jameis Winston's neck (laughs) to the point where he's not, he's taking better care of the football. And, you know, in retrospect, that's kind of all they needed. You know what I'm saying? Was Jameis Winston to take better care of the fucking football because he's been a turnover machine since he left fucking uh, Tallahassee, Florida. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Bucks. you know what I'm saying? Uh, Honestly, if they were in in Indiana, I'd probably pick it up. And T.Y. Hilton is, he's, I'm telling you, this dude is a bitch, right? I'm starting to see it more and more, all right? I don't know what it is, but Benny, you know how I am, bro. And I'm starting feeling like this about people. Something going to come out, and you're going to be like, yo, J.B. said this dude is a bitch. And T.Y. Hilton, just, hey, you pull your skirt down, be your slip showing, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. I'm telling you. Right. Yeah, well, T.Y. Hilton is out, as well as Kenny Moore. Adam Vinatieri is out. Um, Malik Hooker's banged up. But I'm not seeing anything about Marlon Mack. So, must-win game for the Colts. I think the Colts go down there and steal one in an ugly one to try to stay in contention against the Titans and the Texans for the division. So, I'm taking the Colts on the road. All right, moving on. It's the fucking Broncos coming out from Mile High, going down to the H-10, coming down. Mm. The fucking Texans. And the Texans got a big win last week. They're trying to seal up the division at home, and they have an eight-and-a-half-point mm-hmm. advantage at home. Broncos at Texans, sir. What you thinking? Oh, man. In the words of Slim Thug, let me tell you one thing about the H. <laughs> we, live, we live to never coexist with the fake, all right? You know what I'm saying? The Broncos coming down there, fake-ass, a $3 bill. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, it's on. You know what I'm saying? H-Town gets the win. I, I like the way that the Houston, Texas defense is playing. Like, they're super aggressive. You know, shout out to Romeo Cornell. He got them boys playing lights out defense right now. And I don't think the Broncos can match it in no shape, form, or fashion. So, H-Town gets the win. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking the Texans as well. Um, you know, I think they're just going to be able to expose a team that just can't can't get up for big games. And they're, they're trying to get in playoff mode as well. So, I'm taking the Texans also. All right, it's the L.A. San Diego San, Di- San Antonio Reedley motherfucking Bakersfield Barstow Walla Walla Washington Chargers uh, taking on the Jags and Duval, and the line is three and a half for the Chargers on the road. Chargers at Jags. What do you think, it, sir? Two words, baby. Minshew mania. All right, 
Uh, I told y'all, and I keep telling y'all, and I try to tell y'all about Nicky Foles. Nick Foles is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's a backup, right? And so, I mean, shout out to him. He got the bag. Man, I'm talking about he got like 18,000 bags. Uh, so, but that's 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 Gardner Minshew's team. And they respond to Gardner Minshew. And they, I feel like their defense is going to come alive. I just feel like he sparks their team. And Chargers got some problems. I expect, I expect, and this is my bold prediction, I actually, hold on, let me look at the rest of the shit. We're gonna, I won't bet the house on the park. Okay, so look, uh, I'm, I'm expecting Anthony Lynn to get fired after this game. Wow. I'm telling you it's gonna happen, because they're gonna lose and he's gonna get fired. Wow, okay, so you're taking the Jags. Uh, I am mm-hmm. I am gonna take the Jags as well, um, only because I do think that the Chargers will trick it off. I have a prediction that Phillip Rivers will get benched and Tyrod Taylor's gonna be in there. Um, it almost happened last game. You yeah. know, say they said it before the game, and I was gonna call you and tell you they said it before the game. Like it's you know it, it's been said. Sheffy said it. Like it's been said. They keep an eye on you know. They said repeat performance of Philip Rivers you know, from last game, and he's gonna get busy. Tyrod Taylor's gonna be there. With you. I'm telling you, right? It's gonna happen. I called that too. I predicted that too. That's gonna happen. That right. shit's gonna happen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. I think I think the Jags are gonna get it done. There's gonna be some some shakeups here uh, with. The Chargers. All right, it's the Titan up Titans going mm. out. Raiders. Oh god, the Titans going to the Raiders. It's a three and a half point advantage for the Titans on the road. And then for the injuries, uh, Adam Humphreys is out. Dory Jackson is out. Lashawn Sims is out for the Titans. And then Trent Brown and Hunter Renfro, who's a receiver who's become sneaky good for the Raiders, is out, as well as Kyle Wilber. Uh, Titans at the Raiders. What you think, sir? Yeah, tighten up. You talking about a must win? The Titans got to win this game, right? And the fact that you said Adore Jackson is out just makes me feel a whole lot better about the situation. Adore Jackson is a horrible cornerback. I'm sorry. He is trash. Like, you know, I know nothing, no knock on the man personally. I'm talking about the man's football play. Just been bad the whole time he's been in the NFL, and um, yeah, I think the Titans are better off without him. And I think that the Titans get it done, man. Uh, shout out to, to T- Ryan Tannehill, man, for you know reinventing your life, reinventing your, your, your football life, man. Uh, it's fun to watch him play. He's having a blast. That's just dope, man. It's cool. I love that. Uh, I've always liked. I always liked Ryan Tannehill. Every when he came out of A and M, I've always liked that dude. So shout out to him, man. Um, the Raiders. Fall off like a bad bag of that dope. I mean, this is just what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, and it's crazy because the Raiders, the Raiders are five and one at home, and it's a must win for them. They're six and six. Yeah. It's a must yeah, win yeah. for them, and it's one of the it's one of the last games at the Black Hole. But I don't even think that's enough to get past the Titans, who are just who are just yeah, so yeah. sound, uh, you know, across the board, and they they believe. And then here's you you bring up Ryan Tannehill. To me, this is the key difference in the game, JB. The Titans believe in Ryan Tannehill. The Raiders don't know what they're going to get from Derek Carr on a week-to-week they basis. They don't. So I think don't. I think it's going to be a lot. fun game. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, but I think the Raiders trick it off late, and the Titans get it done to start trying to get a hold of that AFC South division. All right, moving right along. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. It's the Chiefs against the Pats, dude. The line is three for the Pats at home. Injury report on this one. 
Uh, you got Morris Claiborne out, uh, Rashad Fenton out, uh, Damian Williams out, running back. Uh, Frank Clark banged up, Jordan Lucas banged up. And then for the Pats, you just got a bunch of cats banged up. Patrick Chung, Julian Edelman, Jason McCourty, Muhammad Sanu. They're banged up. They're having some trouble on offense. JB, do the uh, Chiefs try and steal one to get back to the top of the AFC West? Tom Brady is not happy with his offense. Tom Brady has been yelling and screaming. Bitch, that is all. He has a lot of young players on that offense. Tom Brady, I'm pretty sure, has been a fucking maniac at practice this week. Because he's not the, he, has, he didn't throw the ball very well last week. Tom Brady is going to come out and be Tom Brady versus the Patriots, I mean, versus the Chiefs this week. The defense, who has been strong all year, is going to be the determining factor and the special teams. The Patriots is just going to play a complete ball game to beat a Patrick Mahomes-led, highly, you know what I'm saying, like, highly artillerated Chiefs team, whose defense to me is still suspect. All right, they can do, they can play as well as they want in one game. They're still suspect to me. All right, I've learned in my past not to bet against Tom Brady for no reason, and I'm not going to start doing that. Patriots get the win, even if they win by one point. I think they've been this one. Well, I am going to bet against them. I'm taking the Chiefs in a fucking track meet. Too much offense for the defense. You're betting the house on that? And I am going to bet that? the house on it. That's right. That's why Pacific Coast Buyers bet the house pick yeah. of the week. The Chiefs, the coaching matchup. Andy Reid against Bill Belichick. They're 5-1 on the road. Oh, it's going to be a chess match. The crowd. Too look, much look, offense. Look. It's going to be Mr. Crab versus the Walrus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Beautiful. The Chiefs get it Beautiful. done. Too much uncertainty on the offense. They can't get enough going on the running game. And who can he trust for a big play? Oh, the mm. Pats. You want to talk who about getting, getting, getting exposed? Yes, they have championship <laughs> pedigree. They're not going to fall off a cliff. But damn it, they're going to show some holes. And it starts in this game. I'm taking the Chiefs. Ooh, All right, now we get the Bizzleman's game. It's the Steelers going into the big toaster against the Bird Gang. The line is two for the Steelers on the road. Injury report. You got James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster out for the Steelers. And just a bunch of cats banged up here. You got Shipley. You got Jalen Thompson, Byron Murphy, Kevin Peterson, and Max Garcia all banged up for the Cardinals. JB, why do your Cardinals get it done against the Steelers? Because our defense plays well. I mean, all we got to shut down is Washington. That's the only person we got to shut down. That's it. That's it. That's the only person we have to stop is Washington. That's it. Right, the young kid, I guess, is he a rookie? Uh, I call him Baby Anquan Bowler. Yeah, I call him Baby Anquan Bowler because that's what he reminds me of. All we got to do is stop him, and we got to blitz uh, Duck Dodgers up the middle, and we'll win. All right? Because I, like, I feel like the offense is going to come out, and they're going to come out swinging. All right? It's going to be some a bunch of, bunch of they're going to feature Kenyon Drake. They're going to give him the ball a million ways. Uh, uh, my guy's back. Uh, what's the kid's name again? I've never heard really of 29. For who? 29 for us, the Oh. Uh, Evans. Yeah, so Evans yeah, is back. Yeah, he could have played last week. He just didn't. He's healthy. He'll be back this week. So with the one-two punts of Kenya Drake and Evans, all right, uh, I feel like we're going to get Isabella more involved in this in, in, in the game plan. It has to happen. All right? I just feel like we're going to come out. We're going to put a product out there that's going to get this game won. All right? I, I, I feel like, and I, and I feel like it's kind of personal. All right? Anytime we play the Steelers, all right, it's kind of personal. All right, go back a few years back, you know what I'm saying? They stole 
They stole a Super Bowl from the Cardinals because um, it wasn't a catch, ladies and gentlemen. Don't make me pull the picture up. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Third game gets it done, man. And a close one. Listen, I think I think the, the offense is certainly going to... Oh, yeah. And bet the house on that. Oh, all right. It's Pacific Home Buyers Shit. bet the house pick of the week. All right, very good. Yeah. Uh, look, yeah. I think I think the Cardinals are, are going to put a, 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 a fun and productive offensive... Uh, product on the field. I just think the defense is gonna let down late, and they're gonna get burned on some shit very, with some of the guys who can't, you know, who, who can't make plays in space and can't cover. And I do think the Steelers are gonna steal one. They're just, the, but the Steelers are just so goddamn sound with the, what with what they've been dealing with. They, they're the number one receiver is gone. They're down. They're down to fucking Duck Hodges, fucking hitting the fucking duck call, pulling him out of the fucking stands to play quarterback. Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Duck Dodgers, and I think I think only because your defense, I think the Steelers are gonna steal one in a sneaky good game. All right, it's the uh, what's the name of this team, uh, Mr. Bridges? <coughs> Squawks! <laughs> the Squawks coming here to the city of Angels. That's the devil and the angels. Uh, That's right. The Squawks at the Rams. The line. It's an even line at the Coliseum. Ooh, buddy, that means we got to go to the injury report. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Nico Thorpe out, uh, and then doubtful. Nick Ballore, Michael Kendricks, Luke Wilson, uh, Ziggy Ansah's banged up. Jamie Clowney's banged up, and then Gerald Everett and Rob Havenstein on the line are banged up for the Rams. Walks at Rams. What you thinking? Uh, it's week 14. Everybody banged up. All right. Uh, the Seahawks are going to run the football, and they're going to control the clock. Right. The Rams' offense is still not that deal. Todd Gurley is still. I'm still believing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I still believe something's wrong with Todd Gurley, even though he's been running better. Um, the, the Seahawks are going to shut down the run game, and which in, in turn is which is going to completely fuck over the Rams. And and the Seahawks defensive backfield is playing at a high level right now. All right, they're really, they really turned the corner. Especially, it's like night and day from the beginning of the year. They were a liability at this point right now. They're one of the strong suits of their defense. They're playing extremely well. They, they got their swagger back. Uh, they are Legion of Boom-esque, all right? And I just think that the Seahawks are just playing too good of football right now for anybody to beat them, all right? That's, that, like I told you one time last week, I think I talked about it. They're playing football the way they played the last time they won the Super Bowl. Boring, methodical, strong defense, run the ball down your throat. Russell Wilson run around, throw the ball 30 yards down the field for some touchdown shit. Your man's uh, young boy, uh, Lil Swole, what's his name? Uh, Metcalf. Mm-hmm. He, he's getting stronger as he goes. He's got to catch some balls that he been, he's been dropping. That's rookie shit. But as he continues to roll, he's going to get better and better. Uh, Lockett didn't have a big game last week. Expect a couple big plays down the field to him. Uh, and the Rams secondary is, is, is sus to say the least. So yeah, I think the Seahawks get this one done. I don't just even line shit. They'll probably end up winning by seven points, late, eight, seven ten points late. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking the Squawks as well. It's playoff football for them, and they know they have a shot to take the division. Especially as you say, if the uh, if the Niners, you know, start uh, getting exposed, they can they can very they, they're they're certainly the Niner the Niners are new are new to that life, and the Seahawks have been there before. So they have the power and the ability to overtake the division if, you know, they keep rattling off wins and the Niners possibly trick one off this week. 
Um, so I'm taking the squawks as well. And finally, it's... It's the fucking G-Men against the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. And the line is nine and a half for the Eagles, who are still trying to trip and fall and figure out what the fuck they're doing to try to win the division from a, in a division where nobody wants to win it. G-Men and Eagles, what you think, sir? Well, I mean, uh, active view weather says it's going to be raining in Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's a lie. Huh. It's going to be raining. Uh, it's going to be a nasty, funky-ass NFC East game. The Eagles have new life, all right? They are feeling some type of way because the fucking Cowboys who lead the division of six or seven are blowing it like a fucking whore on Van Buren and Phoenix, all right? <laughs> so, yeah, you got to live for to know what that means. <laughs> so, the Eagles get this one done and they tie the division with the Cowboys. Uh, I still don't believe in Carson Wentz, but, I mean, he'll play good enough to beat the Giants. Yep. Yeah, I agree. E- Eagles know. Eagles know they got to get it done. They'll get up for this game, and they'll, I guess, tie or take control, or both of them are going to be like the Spider-Man meme, po- pointing at each other, trying to right, figure out right. what the fuck they're trying to do. Because who? Because who's who? Like who's who's beat who in the division? Like right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Shit. Like, I think the Eagles have they played each other. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the Eagles won, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Eagles, they have, they have the tie break. They they have the outright, and they have, they'll be the division. Yep. So I'm taking the Eagles as well. And uh, that's it for week 14, Savage Picks. We'll see who's right, who's wrong, who's both right, who's both wrong. JB, before we go, quick prediction tonight. Joshua Ruiz 2 for all the straps in Saudi Arabia. What is what is your prediction, sir? When do they fight? What time do they fight? That's a good question. They may even be fucking fighting as we record this. Who knows? They're pro- the yeah, they, they're probably fight. yeah, they're probably fighting right now. Shit, who the fuck knows? Um... Uh, you know what? I think I think that and you know I hate to say it. I think Joshua wakes up and he wins the fight. Uh, I think he keeps uh, Ruiz at bay with his long arms, and he ends up winning the game by points. Ruiz wants to fight. He wants to get in there. He wants to scrap. And the, the mistake Joshua made last fight is that he tried to fight him. Well, you're not a fighter. You know what I'm saying? And we found out that your chin is soft as fucking baby shit, but you have arms that are longer than most people's legs. So how about you use that? Put him at the tip of your jab. Keep him at the tip of your jab. Play for. That, that hard right cross that you love to use or that, that counter uppercut that you also use and win the fight. Because I want to see you and Dante Wilder fight. So yeah, get that win, get them get them belts back and then come see the Brown Bomber. Yeah, the bronze bomber, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would like uh, I would like uh, Andy Ruiz to, uh, to win uh, the special cor- correspondent, the ultimate boxing correspondent, the ultimate savage, Kevin Robinson on Twitter. Pick Ruiz by KO. Six round. KO in a, six round. In, in, a, in, a, in a six round. In six. But mm-hmm. uh, I think Joshua wins by unanimous decision. It goes all 12. Uh, definitely going to be some exciting moments, especially when, when they mix it up. Uh, Ruiz is sneaky fast. Although Ruiz is coming in this fight at 283, which I think is mm. quite a bit heavier than he did on the last fight. So I, I hope I hope he doesn't have a Buster Douglas moment where he's he's a, he's lean and mean for Tyson, and then he's kind of kind of sloppy and ugh for uh, Holyfield. So I mean, he was already he was already stopped sloppy and ugh in the first fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he right. he's gonna get sloppy and more ugh. Right. I mean, <laughs> but I, I say that because I wonder how, I wonder how it, it, it will affect his his ability to throw punches and bunches. But, you know, right. I do think it's going to be exciting. I do want Ruiz to win, I, but I do think Joshua will win in 12. And hopefully they stop bullshitting for 2020 and then this motherfucker can come to America like Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall and get exposed <laughs> by the Bronze Bomber and get fucking on that fucking glass chin of his. 
Uh, so we'll, we'll see. And that's it, reviewers. We love you. JB and Betty Blue Review.com at JB and Betty Blue for all your social media needs. Uh, hit us up on the email, JB and Betty Blue Review at gmail.com. Savage Hotline, 818-850-2804. We're on all streaming platforms. Subscribe, five-star rate us, all that good shit. Buy some merch. Go kiss your grandma. Do what you got to do. Go watch the football. Go watch the boxing. We love you. And until next time, we are out. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. <sighs> Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.